0: My husband is a hustler, and not in the old-school stereotype that implies even the slightest bit of con artistry or otherwise shady practices. In fact, the manner in which John hustles is exactly the opposite in almost every way. My husband's motivation is pure and true, good practical advice mixed with hippie positivity. Honestly, I don't know how he does it but it works. My husband started his business, True You Incorporated, just a little over a year ago. He was between jobs and looking for something that would give him the freedom and flexibility that we all crave, but so few are able to attain. I have to admit, I was quite skeptical at first, especially given the fact that John seemed to be having trouble explaining to me exactly what he was doing. It seemed like a Yoda-centered fitness service to me, like personal training, but John quickly shut this down. It's more than that," my husband would explain. Eventually, we decided to call it life coaching, a concept that still makes me shudder slightly when I think about it, but has worked out incredibly well for John. I could never do it, obviously. And it's not because of anything to do with my own wonderful, fulfilling life. I just don't think I could ever tell other people what to do with themselves, as if I'm some kind of great authority. John, on the other hand, has no problem taking the reins. He's charming, confident, and handsome, seemingly prepared for anything that comes his way. Now that True You has turned into the flourishing business that it is, I'm not entirely surprised he could pull this all off. Still, things aren't all sugar and spice these days. Getting a successful business off the ground takes money, and a lot of it. John has gotten himself a large database of local clients who are keeping him comfortably afloat, but our small town three hours north of Los Angeles just isn't big enough for him to take things any farther in the world of life coaching. I feel stuck, John tells me. We're sitting across from each other in the living room, seated peacefully as our bodies relax after a long session of yoga. I'll admit, I feel fantastic, and I appreciate the positions that John ran me through, but the irony of this life coach giving in to the frustrations of daily life is not lost on me. You're the last person who should feel stuck, I counter. Also, aren't we supposed to be meditating right now? John lets out a long sigh and his body relaxes, his position softening as he gives in to the temptation of his muscles. Yes, but that's exactly my point, my husband replies, flustered. I can't even focus enough to meditate. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think about my husband's predicament for a moment. Well, if you were a client and not the coach, what would you be telling yourself? John thinks about this a moment. To do what my heart tells me, my husband says. And what does your heart tell you? I continue. That I'm stuck, John repeats almost immediately. The two of us burst out laughing, realizing how ridiculous all this is. A life coach and his husband at the end of a fruitful yoga session, complaining about their lives instead of meditating and connecting to the universe. I guess this is a good lesson, I say. The coach isn't perfect either. Nobody is. I know that, John tells me with a sigh. And if I'm going to be honest, I also know what I need to do. What's that? Asked my husband, genuinely curious. I feel stuck because there's not enough people out here to grow my business, recaps John, which means that I need to go where the people are. You want to move? I ask. My husband shakes his head. Technology integration, John blurts, as if a light bulb has suddenly flickered to life above his head. I need to start coaching online. The second that my husband says this, I know that he's right on the money. As much as I find the whole life coaching idea a bit silly, if he's going to do it, then he should be going as big as he possibly can. People love John's advice and support, and they'll love it just as much online as they do in person.